When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Thanks for listening to this Billy Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we'd go Billy Up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. Coming up on the Behind the Mic Podcast, big money goes down hurt again. A slight rant on the Brooklyn Nets and a not-so-surprising number on wide receivers drafted in the first round. You're behind the mic with Mike O'Neill Jr., What's happening, people? Mike Neal Jr. in the house, Behind the Mic podcast. Tuesday night, you know what we do on Tuesday nights. Show drops on Wednesdays. Billy Up Sports, BillyUpSports.com, Billy Up Sports Podcast Network, Behind the Mic podcast. We are now on Spreaker, S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R, just search the Behind the Mic podcast. And we will be on there still on all of those favorite platforms, and we'll continue to update you. We're on iHeartRadio, uh, iTunes, Spotify, it was our main one, uh, Google Podcasts, and many, many more. So um, before I got on the show, um, I was watching the first two hours of the four hours of Justice League, the new cut on HBO Max. Pretty good movie. You get to see a little bit of the... Um, the stuff that they probably should have put in the movie in the first place. Break the movie up. You know, maybe they could have broke it up in half. Four hours, I have to find four hours in two days. So I had to have seas. I had to break this thing up. So, all right, look, I, I'm serious this time. I will not be before you long. Um, let's go on and get it started. The rundown. All right, so we're doing it a little bit differently today. But first thing I have to do, NCAA. We have to say, first of all, congrats to the Stanford Cardinal and the Arizona Wildcats, as well as, I had to put this on Twitter, congrats to the UCLA Bruins making it all the way to the Final Four, and it was a Pac-12 takeover. Um, and these teams, they put it all out on the they left it all out on the floor. Stanford, they won in the women's tournament, 
and uh, Baylor, they took down Gonzaga on last night. But going back to that Stanford-Arizona Women's uh, National Championship, Ari McDonald, hey, look, great player. Love the way she showed up against UConn. Mad respect, but you can't be the hero. I understand they put the ball in her hand. She had a uh, teammate wide open to the right. You know, she was making a sandwich right there on the baseline, and all you had to do was a simple extra pass. She tried to pull a long-range bad jumper from way too far away with three defenders on her. Ah, it was a one-point game. You didn't need to shoot something that long. Anyway, and then as far as the Baylor-Gonzaga game, I had people coming in at my job today. They was, well, one in particular, my man Kirby. He said, I am done with Gonzaga. I said, look, they was a good team. They're very, they're still a great team. Um, but uh, Baylor, if you watched any of these last couple of games, I think they lost, what, one, two games all year. And, of course, uh, Gonzaga was uh, undefeated until last night. Um, look, I, Baylor was the better team. Uh, just they came out playing great. And if you, you have to remember the COVID issues that they had early on and they were supposed to play Gonzaga in December so that would have been a great prequel uh, to the national championship game also Hubert Davis introduced as the North Carolina new head coach Roy Williams he just uh, made it official as he's stepping down as the head coach of North Carolina the Tar Heels I look I have more than one college basketball team all right and I support the Carolina Blue as well as being a UConn fan and of just the all-around all University of Tennessee fan period uh, they're first and foremost but I do root for the North Carolina Tar Heels great to see um, him being promoted as the head coach but I was just sent a little clip and I have to I mean look you go on Twitter and you find it um, I'm a little confused, but then at the same time, I'm like, okay, he's, he's proud to be an African-American, but um, just watch the clip. I, I'll just leave it at that. Major League Baseball. So they have moved the All-Star game to Coors Field in Denver, Colorado. Why? Because where it was supposed to go in Atlanta, if you don't know, there are the new voting laws made in Georgia. They were passed by the Republicans because they basically lost and uh, not only the presidential election, but they lost a couple of U.S. Senate races, uh, two seats. I'm not going to hold my tongue on that. So um, this isn't a political thing, but they're trying to change up the laws and then they move it to Colorado where the laws are already uh, to a degree that's kind of the same, except there are some slight differences if you do your research. Um, but any way you slice it, look, um, I'm glad that MLB and I'm African American, y'all. If y'all don't know, I'm black. Okay. Uh, if you don't like it, sorry. But at the same time, look, I'm glad that they moved the game. Um, but Atlanta, they got their own issues. The state of Georgia, they got some issues. Um, I'm just gonna leave it at that. I'm glad that they moved the game. Hey, look, you gotta you gotta speak up and you gotta start somewhere. Fernando Tatis of the San Diego Padres, the 14-year, $340 million man. I'm sorry he got hurt, all right? Taking a swing on Monday night, went down, hurt, and he had a slight dislocation, 
and a slight tearing in the labrum. I was on CBSSports.com. There was a article by I'm hopefully hopefully I'm saying their names right, Dan uh, Perry and Mike Axia. Quote: GM AJ Preller confirmed that Tatis has a slight tearing in his labrum, but there is no damage to his rotator cuff, and he does not require surgery. I question that personally. I think eventually, because he had problems with this the last time I talked about this. He had to leave a, a spring training game because of that shoulder. And now he has a tear in it. Okay. He has been officially placed on the 10-day IL. Uh, we'll see how that goes. But look, my whole, my whole thing with this, why I keep mentioning this, they keep giving these guys these long contracts. And it, it rarely... It's almost like batting in baseball. You're successful if you hit a ball three out of ten times. I understand that's the hardest thing to do in sports. But I think the percentage may be lower for contracts across the board in all sports. When you sign someone to a long-term deal like that, unless you might be Patrick Mahomes and it's actually a little more team-friendly. But um, it's just not, I don't think that's bright. Now, Tatis is only 22. They hit him with it early. I get that. And I guess their dreams in doing this sometimes is that you'll stay with us forever. That might not be the case, but I don't think they'll ever learn. Um, NBA, boy, Paul Pierce. Paul Pierce and ESPN, they made a split. They are not together anymore because Paul Pierce over the weekend had a nice IG live that you probably should have kept, kept private and he made it public. For only about 300 some odd people that actually saw it, but yeah, you had some um, some twerking women, a little blunt action, and uh, some other substances. And uh, and he really likes his fade, by the way. That was that was really really interesting. Um, if you saw it, it most has been taken down off of social media. I got a whiff of that myself, and I'm like, Paul, what are you doing? You can't do everything. You can't put everything on social media. Don't they teach you that now in school? And he's old enough to know, dude, you've been a professional athlete and you're a public figure on ESPN, representing representative of the NBA as being a analyst and everything. Not saying that the job, I mean, he could, you know, he's got more money than he needs. You know, I mean, he's got more money, excuse me, than anybody, you know, could ever want i'm sure um and he probably didn't need the job i don't know i'm not pocket watching i'm not in his pockets but uh, it's probably not the brightest thing to do anyway brooklyn nets i have a slight little rant for you guys here in a second so this is what i'm going to do i'm going to jump down to the nfl and talk about sam darnold i just have to mention this sam darnold is now a carolina panther and if anybody knows anything about me being a diehard, not crazy, a diehard Steelers fan, well, I was wanting that kid to end up with the Pittsburgh Steelers because I've been looking for the next quarterback for the last five years. Not saying I didn't trust Big Ben, but you have to be ahead of the game. And I'm looking at things like, okay, so you see this guy's hurt now? Or this guy's ineffective against the better teams. Maybe almost, and he's getting up there in years. So it might be time to start over 
And if the Jets don't want him, I sure as a fan would take him. Well, he is now, been, he, had, he had been traded, I think it was what, uh, Monday. He's been traded to the Panthers for draft picks. And I'm not happy about it. But look, I just have to have to take it. Because Pittsburgh, they're never high enough to get a good quarterback. I mean, when they picked Ben, I think it was like a 10. So, well, we'll see what happens. All right, so for right now, that is the rundown. Now, let me get to this rant. So, missed games, that's going to be a problem for the Brooklyn Nets. Okay, um, hopefully I have these numbers correct. I just happened to be at home yesterday and was watching a little bit of first take, and they put up a graphic that said, Kevin Durant, he's missed 32 games. James Harden, he's missed 17 games. And Kyrie Irving has missed 15 games. Together, they have played a total of, Seven games together. Now, they're 35 and 16. They're first in the East. And without KD, I think that the at one point, I mean, they were like, what, 21 and 8 or something like that? It's an amazing record. So when all of these guys get together, it's going to, I, I think it should be awesome. But regular season is the regular season for a reason. You know who the better teams are in the league when you talk about the NBA. And that's not going to change. But you need to play together, right? You got five guys on the floor, and it'll be great. Practice is one thing. Game situations, entirely different. And you want to see those guys play together. Well, you know, we have, um, you know, things that we we like and we dislike. But that's as far as them being a team and just seeing what could be. If they're this good without being together, only, only seven games they play together. And if they're this good without – Kevin Durant, James Harden, and Kyrie Irving playing together. What's going to happen when they all get together? Now, I could be wrong because we've seen, quote, unquote, super teams get together together, uh, get together before, and it was just not great. And maybe one of these guys won't be, you know, as, um, let's just call it essential to their playoff run. But we don't know that yet, do we? They've only played seven games together. The jury is still out. But this is kind of an old opinion. I didn't get it out like I wanted to last week. Please bear with me. I'll be brief. So we all have routines. And we know that this team is going to be great, right? But routines in life, we all have them. Examples. You get a cup of coffee in the morning. You can't have a cup of coffee. People, you know, there there are T-shirts and uh, doormats. And people that like to put stuff on social media, it's like, look, don't talk to me until you give me coffee. Breakfast, you know, as you drive to work, I would love to have that every morning as I go to work. I go in too early. So if I don't fix it myself, we're at McDonald's who opens at 5 o'clock and I show up at 5.15 and they're already out of orange juice. All right, I'll leave that alone. The problem is I have a routine. And when that stuff is ruined, or interrupted, there's a problem. So, as sports fans, what are we used to? What is our routine? What do we routinely expect out of our sports teams? When it comes to transactions, we're so used to executives making the moves. With the Brooklyn with the Brooklyn Nets, so everybody was all up in arms once they got Blake Griffin, and then they added LaMarcus Aldridge. Okay, so the point has already been made. Look, these were old stars. They're not stars anymore. 
Blake Griffin hadn't dunked in two years. And LaMarcus Aldridge wasn't even heard of. You only have something come up and somebody gets upset when this team is getting too many names on their rosters. And it's only with LeBron James and Kevin Durant. Those are the only two that you get upset about. That's been proven. Okay? So, keep this in mind. You are aware that players don't stay put very long, right? And not only that, think about the fact that teams will trade you as a player in a second to get somebody better. Players are cut very quickly, and even you fans want to fire and hire coaches and acquire and get rid of players as well very quickly. You have no patience. We have a microwave mentality with sports as well as in life. If we can't have it now, we're upset. We want to pop pop, pop a sports team in their microwave. Bing, championship. Doesn't always work that way. And we should know that stuff by now. But at the same time, in our core, we are all selfish. At our core, we, we we want what we want when we want it and how we want it. And it's the same thing with sports. We don't get upset. Unless, uh, of course, if it's our team that's getting LeBron James and Anthony Davis, then it's not a problem. But if somebody else, if KD goes to Golden State to a team that's already been to two finals, winning one, then that's a problem. All right. But I, I got another perspective on that. I, I, I really, really do. So, you know, here's the thing. the The fact that a team would have the – unmitigated gall to acquire a player just as well as get rid of a player in order to win and to get better as an organization and team? Really? You're not supposed to get better? Is that is that what it is? That don't make no sense. It doesn't. And we get upset about that stuff. It's just something that is happening more and more as free agency and team building have become more and more pressure-packed. People get fired over these jobs. If I'm an executive... All right, executives, they are hired and fired, hired and fired based on team success. You you are very aware of that. So if you're in their draws, would you not try to put the best team out there on the court? I would. Or would you like to please a handful of people who say you shouldn't be able to have a super team? Are you crazy? Are you nuts? What is wrong with you? Forget all of y'all. If I'm an executive... Look, if I got the money to make the move and the space to get closer and win the championship, sorry, I'm doing it. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash teamready.
All right, so just to put a cap on that little small rant that I had from last week, it was another thought that I did have. I mean, I think you also have to understand that team success doesn't last very long either. There's very short windows. You know, what's the example that is always brought up? The Miami Heat. That's one. What did LeBron say after deciding to take his talents to South Beach? Now, not one, not two, not right. He should have stopped at four because that's exactly how long it lasted. Why? Dwayne Wade, he was showing his age and he was hurt. Chris Bosh, he ultimately developed a heart issue where he never would play again. Four years. And then LeBron was back in Cleveland. See how that works? Go to State Warriors. That lasted five years. Two years BKD and three years AKD. That's before KD and after KD. I, I love the player, player empowerment and the super teams in the NFL. I mean, in the NF, NBA, rather. They have always existed. Um, and like I said, people just don't like the players are making moves. They're just people that don't, and in the media as well as fans, but unless they come to your team, as I said before. Um, but e- even with Golden State, we saw that that just didn't last as long. We saw what happened at last finals against Toronto. You had KD. He blew a tire. His uh, Achilles. He blew a tire and well, he hurt his Achilles and then he blew it completely. After what? Scoring 11 points in the first quarter. The dude was going off and then boom, ping. Then he was done. Next thing you knew, Klay Thompson blew his ACL. He was done. Uh, You know, and then that was the end of it. KD eventually said, I'm out. And uh, that was that. And that team slowly, like leaves from a tree, fell away. Anyway, we're going to go back to the NFL real quick. So my man, Paul Hembokitis, you know I like Hembo, uh, ESPN guy, and um, – he he tweets some really he has some really great tweets as far as NFL numbers and things like that. And this one at Paul Hembo fun research project. This is on Twitter with uh, at Vin Massey. I don't know who that is. Hit rate for first round draft picks by position center. One hundred percent tackle offensive tackle. Sixty percent linebacker. Fifty five percent guard. Forty six percent edge edge rusher. Forty five percent. Quarterback, 42%. Go all the way down. Well, I'm read all of them, right? Running back, 40%. Safety, 39%. Tight end, 39 35% for both cornerback and defensive tackle. Last, wide receiver at 27%. And this was all determined by whether or not that player signed a second contract with his draft, with his draft team. Very interesting. And it just got me to thinking, wow, you know, you got a lot of receivers last year. We had a record number of receivers that were selected, what, within the first two rounds? And it was 13. There were 13 wide receivers. Um, and then you had the first round guys before that, which that was pretty interesting. And like I said, the numbers that Himbo came up with was from 2000 to 2016. Anyway you slice it, it's hard to find a great wide receiver Um if you look at it by the numbers, okay? First round wide outs, um, you had some years where, or other than 2008, where none were selected in the first round. You had a couple years where there were six of them selected. And then you also had, 
Oh no, that's the wrong piece of paper. <laughs> I made noise with the wrong piece of paper. Um, some guys that were selected. Uh, I think it was. I think it may have been eight, but thirteen is the record last year. This year, you got quite a few. You got quite a few. And when you look at, I, I actually pulled every draft as far as wide receivers from actually 1999 all the way to this past draft in 2020. And the thing that I that it really just came up, I'll start here. What you have to understand is that college is college. And that pros is pros. Why do I say that? Look at the numbers that they put up in college. Some of them are really great, and some of them are kind of average. Now, you have to, as far as this 2021 class, you have to pretty much throw out the fact that uh, we'll throw out numbers because of the pandemic. You had the Big Ten that came on late and Pac-12 even later, and everybody's playing five. They're playing five games or eight games, and the SEC said, "Get all of y'all." Us in the ACC, we're playing the whole thing, and even in that, the ACC had stricter guidelines, much like the Big Ten, uh, where you had to sit out. What three weeks? So you're gonna have some guys that's gonna have five games under their belt, seven games, not like a lot of the SEC guys where Devontae Smith he broke records this past season, uh, winning in route to winning the Heisman in receptions, I believe it uh, receptions and touchdowns in the season, breaking the number one receiver in his class coming out. LSU's Jamar Chase, who, by the way, decided he was not going to play this season due to the pandemic. So he took his uh, 20 touchdowns from the national championship year and said, that's good enough. I'm not going to play this season. I'll sit out and uh, I'll just wait for the draft. Cool. Not a problem. But everybody has to they, they all come from a different situation. There are some that just they had a quarterback or a better team around them. Uh, and it probably would have been a lot better in school as well as in the pros. In the pros, when you have the draft, not everybody that's picked in the first round, we know that it's a crapshoot. Not everybody picked in the first round is going to work out. That's just that's just life. And it's a, it's a glorified guessing game in sports when you're thinking, okay, this guy's a can't-miss project. The last dude that I actually looked at and said, this dude is going to be great no matter what. I just can't see him failing was LeBron James. That's it. I can't tell you another one. I can't tell you another guy I watched in high school because his games were on ESPN. And I said, that dude is going to be great. Period. I didn't know if he was going to win championships. But as an individual player, he was going to be great. That's the only one I can think of right off the top of my head that I ever saw. Now, the next one that I've seen that I think could be a can't miss Trevor Lawrence, but we're not talking about quarterbacks today. We're talking about wide receivers. So some get receivers, some players, when they get into the league, it almost doesn't matter who their quarterback is as a wide receiver. Examples, Calvin Johnson and Larry Fitzgerald, two guys that you should have seen play by now. Calvin, he retired. The Lions just said that they did – two of the greatest at their positions so badly to the point where it's like, I quit. <laughs> Barry Sanders said, I can't do this no more. I think he's the greatest running back of all time. Barry Sanders, that's my opinion. 
Calvin Johnson, I don't believe he's the greatest wide receiver at all of all time, but he's pretty darn close. Really close. But they both who set records and did great things, but they had very little playoff success. All right. So, I mean, the last time they won a playoff game, Barry Sanders was in that game. It was back in 91 when he beat the Cowboys. The year before, the Cowboys turned into a dynasty. Calvin had two playoff appearances. So, um, but if you look at the quarterbacks that they had, it just didn't matter. They were going to be great no matter what. The numbers that Larry has put up, he's right up under the nose hairs of Jerry Rice. Calvin Johnson came out of freaking Georgia Tech. If anybody is familiar with Georgia Tech, they run an option offense, or they ran an option offense. They're done with that. So, um, he he did it, and then he goes into the league and sets records with quarterbacks like Dan Orlovsky, great on ESPN, very not not that great as a quarterback. He, he played for a little while though. Uh, John Kittner, Dante Culpepper. This is Dante Culpepper, not Randy Moss, Chris Carter, Vikings. Dante Corder, uh, Culpepper, Drew Stanton, Sean Hill. Not until Matt Stafford got there did he actually, did Calvin actually hit Megatron, actually have a quarterback. And if you look at, know anything, if you know, not look at, look at, if you know anything about Larry Fitzgerald, you know good and well he's had a gazillion quarterbacks, just like uh, the Cleveland Browns have went through quarterbacks, just like toilet paper, right? Fitzgerald has caught a pass, I read earlier, from at least 21 different quarterbacks. And a touchdown from 16 different quarterbacks. My point, you better have a quarterback. If your team, as the draft is only a couple of weeks away, if your team is looking at drafting a wide receiver, I think you need to keep this in mind. You have got to have a quarterback. So what I did was I went through and I looked at, let's just take 2020 for instance. I'm just looking at first rounders, just the first round. I know you can get a receiver almost anywhere. You got some good ones that go in the second, third, fourth, fifth round. But I'm looking at just the first round guys. In 2020, there were six guys taken. Henry Ruggs III, Alabama. Jerry Judy, Alabama. C.D. Lamb out of Oklahoma. Jalen Rager went to the Eagles out of TCU. Justin Jefferson, LSU, went to the Vikings. And Brandon Ayuk, outside of injuries, he was with the 49ers this year out of Arizona State. Most of these guys proved to be pretty good, okay? But you have to consider who the quarterbacks were. You have to look at that just period. Henry Ruggs, who was his quarterback with the Raiders, the Las Vegas Raiders, Derek Carr. Jerry Judy, Poe Thang, he's got guys like, well, let's just leave it at Drew Locke. That's all I have to say. CeeDee Lamb had a pretty decent season with the Cowboys. But after, what, four weeks, four or five weeks, um, his quarterback, Dak Prescott, his leg was in the shape of an L. So then you have to deal with the backups after that. Jalen Rager, you don't, you really want to get started with the Philadelphia Eagles and their quarterback issues. And their starter Jay, uh, is now Jalen Hurts. And at the time... It was the second pick in the draft, Carson Wentz, 
who was like, if not at the bottom, near the bottom in statistical categories as a passer. Brandon Ayuk, his quarterback went down, as usual. Jimmy Garoppolo, and by the way, got the nerve to be upset because the 49ers traded up to the third pick in order to basically say, hey, and they said it straight up. He's pissed, but we are drafting a quarterback. Dude, you got to stay healthy. You have to stay healthy. Um, and Justin Jefferson, I think he's the best out of this bunch so far because, I mean, he's got Kirk, my first cousins, but uh, those Vikings, he, he took over for Stefan Diggs and has done a wonderful job in his rookie year. Arguably could have been rookie of the year. So that's in the first round. If you go back even further, guys like Marquise Brown last year, Nikhil Harry, he just stinks, all right, no matter who the quarterback was. Tom Brady couldn't get him the ball either. And, and if Tom Brady had shown – if he showed frustrations. And also, I read something where um, Belichick overrode his scouts that said, do not draft Nikhil Harry, and he drafted him anyway. Uh, <laughs> so that that that's – that, that was a Belichick call. Marquise Brown, um, just look at his quarterback. Ah, yes, he's a really exciting quarterback, but not good for catching passes because he's a runner. All right. I do really, really like and respect Lamar Jackson, but I'm not trying to catch passes from Lamar Jackson. It's just probably not going to work out very well for me. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So if you go down the line and you look at all of these, these wide receivers who failed in the first round, I'm not saying that it's totally the team's fault, and I'm not even putting it all on the receivers, but you have to look at the quarterbacks that they had. You have to. You have to. It didn't work out with Cam Newton and DJ Moore with the Panthers. Calvin Ridley's been pretty good with the Falcons. Who's he got? Matt Ryan. Just go down the list. You get This is as of, what, last year? And I'll look at this year's in a second. Teddy Bridgewater with the Carolina Panthers now. The Chicago Bears. Now, how Allen Robinson is pulling this off, I think he's probably going to be in that Calvin Johnson and Larry Fitzgerald category. Hopefully he can continue to be pretty great. You know, I don't think he's great, great yet, but he's pretty good to have Mitchell Trubisky as a quarterback. And then Nick Foles, he's a backup as well. All right, so he caught lightning in a bottle. Andy Dalton, when he was with the, you know, the Bengals towards the end, it was, it was just a completely different issue. You don't want to go to Jacksonville. You didn't want to go to Jacksonville because it looks like it might be Trevor Lawrence. Phillip Rivers, he'll get you right. Ask Keenan Allen. Tua, now, we've seen the report a couple months ago that even the Dolphins, play, his teammates, the players, have doubts about him. So, as a receiver, Devontae Parker, who's been the, the, the go-to guy down there as a receiver, I don't know. 
I really, 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 really don't know. You want to go see Russ Wilson. You want to see Tom Brady. Even with the Titans, A.J. Brown, he's glad he's got Ryan Tannehill. He gets, he gets him the football. He does. You want to go see Drew Brees. Josh Allen, look, I still don't know what this dude, I think they took the actual Josh Allen and tied him up, duct taped him into a closet, and they got an entirely different dude. But Josh Allen came out balling, stunk his first couple of years in the league, and then all of a sudden, boom. Now, did it have something to do with getting Stephon Diggs and signing him? I didn't think it was going to work. I've admitted that before, but it has, period. Baker Mayfield, he actually is cool. As long as you're running the football a little bit more than you're passing it, he can get the ball to Jarvis Landry. He can get the football, you know, to whoever he needs to. He's got a great coach now. Well, a good coach. Let's not call him great. You want to go see Aaron Rodgers. Deshaun Watson, I don't even know if he's going to be, be up this year. His future is not looking too bright. He doesn't have to wear shades. I, I'm not sure. I'm praying that the stuff ain't true, but at the same time, if it is true, well, you know, there you go. Um, Kansas City, you want to see Patrick Mahomes, who's probably the best quarterback in the league right now. Well, let's just call it what it is. He is the best quarterback in the league this side of Aaron Rodgers. You know, discount, double-check guys. Uh, State Farm guys, you want to see one of those too. So um, if you need a receiver, if you're looking for that, hopefully your team has a quarterback. And judging from the the, the receiving crop that's coming in, we have there's some good guys out there. As far as Athlon Magazine is concerned, Jamar Chase, I'm naming them in order, from one on down. Jamar Chase out of LSU, they got him as the best. Devontae Smith, the Heisman winner, he's at number two. Now, Jalen Waddle is at three. I'm, I, I Honestly, I'm just going to be honest. I'm not sure if he should be that high. That's just me. And that's only because, all right, so he didn't catch a whole lot of passes in college, and that doesn't mean anything. So that would ruin my whole argument or, or my whole explanation, right? But I just saw him so much as a return man. As a receiver, I'm not sure. Could he turn out to be Desmond Howard? Or would he actually be a guy who was a return man in more so in college and caught some balls? Or is he going to catch more balls than being a return man? You know what I mean? Is he going to turn into a thousand yard type receiver? All depends on where he lands. Rondell Moore, if you listen to TJ Hushmanzana, who's a Fox Sports guy now um, and comes on a lot of shows, he talks about Rondell Moore as being one of those shifty guys. And he's a, he's a small kid. But he's pretty good. Uh, Rashad Bateman out of Minnesota. If you watched him play, especially last year, he only played five games this year, especially last year. The kid, a lot of those receivers in Minnesota, man, they they look good. Um, but so do a lot of college receivers. Kadarius Tony out of Florida. Um, you keep going on and on. Uh, Terrence, uh, Terrence Marshall Jr. out of LSU. I believe that um, Mel Kuyper Jr. is pretty high on him um, coming out of LSU. So there's many, many more, but here's the thing. If your team is in need of a wide receiver, you must consider can this quarterback get him the ball? It could be good. Lamar Jackson, I mean, if, you, if, you're, if you're a Baltimore Ravens fan, I mean, don't even worry about receivers. It's, it's like playing at Nebraska in the 90s. 
They get passes every now and then. I'm not trying to hate on them, but it is what it is. I'd rather go see uh, Joe Burrow in that division. Baker, you can't throw the football too much, and they got, they're pretty much already ready. And Pittsburgh knows how to select receivers. I wish they would go hurry up and get them another quarterback. Um, I love you, Ben, but I, I'm I'm just I can't go through another season of that. Um, if you're if you're a Jacksonville Jaguar fan, it wouldn't hurt to have have uh, um, one of these receivers. You're probably not going to get one of these high guys. I don't know, um, but as long as you get Trevor Lawrence, it's all good. You can fill that in later. Um, if you are a Broncos fan, don't even worry about it. If you are a a fan of the, <laughs> I don't know, the Washington football team, I mean, they, they picked them a pretty good one in Terry McLaurin out of Ohio State. Those receivers, by the way, if you come out of Clemson, Ohio State, LSU, Alabama, you're probably going to get a good one. Notre Dame, they haven't done bad. Will Fuller, Chase Claypool, Alabama with, uh, you know, Ruggs and Judy, Amari Cooper, Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley. They, they've done pretty well. They've done pretty well. But the, the thing is, you want to make sure that you're going to get a good starting quarterback to get that ball uh, to those receivers. Because if you're not, I mean, Lions fans, Kurt Steele, if you're listening, um, I understand you got some fast guys, but if Jared Goff can't get them the football, it's not going to be it's going to be off or not. Bears fans, don't even worry about it. If nothing else, ask yourself this question: What do all of the great receivers, or at least the pretty good receivers, have in common? They have good quarterbacks. For the most part, I mean, for years, between now Kyler Murray and then Deshaun Watson in Houston, DeAndre Hopkins has established himself, right? Julio Jones had a most, has himself a one-time MVP with Matt Ryan. Think about Tyreek Hill. Who's his quarterback? The best one in the league. Devontae Adams. He's got Aaron Rodgers. By the way, I need to, if there's a way for me to watch him hosting Jeopardy, that that would be, oh, was, was it Jeopardy? Yeah, Jeopardy. I need I need to watch that. I need to watch that. Uh, and he got trolled on the field goal by one of the contestants. That's awesome. <laughs> um, Buffalo Bills, Stephon Diggs, Josh Allen has turned himself into one of the better quarterbacks in the league just like that just like that cd lamb as long as dak prescott is healthy he should be good right and like i said you know patrick mahomes and tyreek hill and also he's got travis kelsey travis kelsey they work together it's a team thing right team you know you ever heard of team so yeah all of these receivers they they have something in common keenan allen as long as he's still with the L.A. Chargers, not only did he have Phillip Rivers at one point, now he's got Justin Herbert, best rookie in the class. Best rookie as far as, you know, with the quarterbacks. Look, I mean, Joe Burrow was 
fantabulous. That's a terrible word, isn't it? He was great. He was great. But, um, you know, it is what it is. And I'm not saying, uh, as far as the Minnesota Vikings, I'm not saying that Kirk Cousins is the best quarterback in the world, but he can put up numbers, and so does Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson now, you know, as far as uh, his rookie year. He was great. Mike Thomas, why is he breaking records? Why, why is he getting paid? Because he had Drew Brees as his quarterback. Now, I don't know what's going to happen in the future, but uh, that remains to be seen, right? And in Pittsburgh, Big Ben, he's had a slew of wide receivers that have come through there, and Antonio Brown was the, was the last great receiver. Yes, Juju Smith-Schuster had a, good, a pretty good season um, right there before everything fell apart, but I have to continue to reiterate this. A.B. was right. You know, him by himself, um, he's he's just not that great. He's he's a giant possession receiver uh possession receiver. Claypool's the guy now. Chase Claypool is the man. And as far as Tampa Bay, Mike Evans, he is also he is in that class with Calvin Johnson and Larry Fitzgerald. I know that uh Jameis Winston Led the league in yards that last year he was there. He also led the league in interceptions. Um, but Evans, he's been seriously blessed. Him and Chris Godwin. They went from that to having Tom Brady as their quarterback. How about that? Doug Baldwin, when he was with Seattle, he put up numbers there towards the end. Um, why? He had Russell Wilson. DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett, they put up career years and I believe it was uh Lockett who broke uh the team record I think it was in receptions um he's got Russell Wilson as his quarterback so that that kind of that there's a little theme there you know and if you don't have one of those guys throwing you the football I mean, AJ Brown he probably thanks God for Ryan Tannehill but um and at this and and vice versa Ryan Tannehill Thanks, God, for A.J. Brown. You don't do it without a quarterback. So you faithful few, look, uh, I hopefully they can get you um, what you need outside of a receiver. But I just thought that that was really interesting. You had all of these positions. First round, 100% with centers in the first round. 100%. And then at the very bottom is wide receivers. It's a hard. It's hard to hit. That's the reason why the 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 people that get drafted, you have to go quarterback. You got edge rusher. You got left tackle. Those those are the top three. You got tackle, quarterback, edge rusher, and then other than that, you know, let it be where it may. Pro- probably want to get a good cover corner because it's a passing league these days, right? Look, that's it. Um, hope you guys enjoyed it. We're going to have a story time with Uncle Mike on next week. And uh hope you enjoy it. I really do. I really do. Uh, tell your kids, tell your wives, tell your husbands. Behind the Mic Podcast, Billy Up Sports Podcast Network, BillyUpSports.com. Um, come see us. Visit the new and improved website. And, uh, you know, tell them, look, tell them to listen to my show. Follow me on Twitter at Behind the Mic, IG, Behind the Mic Podcast. And uh, we're going to get that Facebook page up and rolling. 
Again, we're on Spreaker and look for us on all the podcast platforms. And if you don't listen to my show, I'm going to find your house. Out. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.